Hi friends, this is Compassion Podcast. On the 21st of May, we will have a short online program called Night of Compassion. And we want to invite you to that program. The program will begin at 8 p.m. Beijing time. You can keep the date and you can invite your friends. Remember that God is your father. See you at the Night of Compassion. This podcast is brought to you by Friends of Compassion Podcast. God and He is the God and He is our Father. So, this series that we are treating about, talking about knowing Him, is actually the backbone of Christianity. You see, um, from from the scripture that Mr. Victor just quoted, okay, in Daniel chapter 11, verse 32, he says, Those who know their God, they shall be strong and they shall do great things. Okay, so the mistake that sometimes we do is that when when people get saved, or when people are saved, let me put it that way. My wife is still teaching me English, okay, so bear with me. When people are saved, instead of us to introduce him to the Father immediately, we, we start to introduce them to things, to God's things. But what I've just said, okay, I'm just going to repeat it some time to come because that's important. So this series is knowing who our Father is, who our Father is. And we've said that if, please listen, because he is the one that gave us Christianity, okay? He, he, he's the one that has given us his son, Jesus Christ. And so if we have a wrong picture of who he is, a bad view of who he is, it makes Christianity to be impossible for us because he's the one that determines what, what Christianity is supposed to be for us and how we should live it. And so if we have a wrong view and a bad view of him, Christianity becomes impossible. You see that? Okay, so that's just by the way. So we are going to still hang on around God's holiness because it is important for us to understand His holiness. It's not something that we should be afraid of. It is something that we should celebrate. It is something that we should worship. It's something that we should be happy and be glad about because of His holiness. Please understand this. Without understanding the holiness of God, you will never appreciate the love of God. Without understanding the holiness of God, you will never appreciate the goodness of God. Without understanding the holiness of God, we will never appreciate the mercy of God. And without understanding the holiness of God, we will never appreciate the forgiveness of God. Please, are you hearing me? So, it is important for, for us to know. In fact, I think we have touched on almost not all, but half of God's attributes that are in the Bible for us to know about our Father. Because understand this, God is our Father. And so today, we are going, let's do this. We are going to talk of God is holy. We are going to talk about um, God is the judge. And we're going to talk about God is merciful. Last week was God is holy, God is just, and God is merciful. Am I right? So this week we're going to. So the only change is in the middle. God is the judge. So first, let's look at God is holy. So um, chapter fifteen, verse eleven, Exodus fifteen, eleven. Um, I believe all of us are looking into our Bibles, right? Because that's important. I want us to all follow so that on your own. And please understand this: on your own, even though it's important to just um, know what we just said, but the most important thing on your own is to look at the scriptures. 
Okay? Look at the scriptures. And you'll be surprised how God will give you more. Okay? So please, let's go. Exodus 15 verse 11. Okay? It, this is a question, right? It's a question. But this is this kind of a rhetorical one. Who is like you, O Lord, among the gods? We know there is no one like him. Who is as gracious as our father? Nobody like him. And we said at that time, but I'm still emphasizing this because it is important for us to know this, that God is our Father. Listen to me, please. I'm saying this intentionally and purposefully. You see, knowing that God is our Father is the key that unlocks all that God has on us. Should I say it again? Knowing that God is our Father is the key, is the key that unlocks all that God has for us. Knowing that God is our Father Please listen to this. It's what qualifies us for God's best. Do you remember what we read last week? No, please. Let's go to last week, uh, what we read again. Let's go to Colossians chapter 1 verse 12. Colossians 1 verse 12. Please, is that okay? Please say amen. Okay, Colossians 1 verse 12. Please read it for us. This is beautiful. Okay, this is beautiful. Giving joyful thanks to who? To the Father. Can you see this? To who? Oh, please say it. Please, on just just unmute your mic. Unmute your mic and say it after me. He says, giving thanks, giving joyful thanks to who? To the Father. The Father. The Father. I want you to understand this. God is your Father. You see, the Bible talks about Jesus Christ in 1 Peter 3 verse 18. The Bible says that Jesus Christ, when he came, he came to bring us to the Father. Why? Because the Bible says, all we like sheep have gone astray. Each one is leading his own life. So, Jesus Christ came to bring us to the Father. This is one major purpose of the Lord's coming. To the Father. And thus, we are part of God's family. Oh, this is beautiful. Giving joyful thanks to the Father who has qualified us to be partakers of the inheritance of the saint in the light. That's number two. Knowing that we are God's children or knowing that God is our Father is what qualifies us for God's best. See, God has best. In school, we learned good, better, best. I remember in class, uh, that was in grade four, our teacher was like, short, shorter, shortest. Then he came to somebody he said good, the person said good, good, are goodest. Okay, okay, I'm just kidding. You see, God has best, and his best are reserved for his children. Please say amen. I want you to understand that the time that we say we want to be God's children, that is, we want to be Christians. This is what we signed up for. God's best. And so, please listen to this. And so, don't live, don't live below your privileges. And that's the reason why we're having this meeting, so that we will not live below our privileges. In fact, all of us, we will not live below our privileges in Jesus' mighty name. Please say amen. Okay. So, we are giving thanks to the Father who has qualified us. I'm sorry, but this is so sweet. I know you're saying that I should move on, but this is so sweet. I, I think I can just move on. He has qualified us to be partakers of the inheritance of the saints in the light. Never forget that. Okay. God is our Father. Please say this with me. Say, God is my Father. And, and He loves me. He loves me so much that he gave me his son so that I will be part of his family. Today, I'm part of God's family. And all that God has, I have in Jesus' name. Let's look at one more scripture. This, this time, let's read from the Passion Translation, okay? We're going to 1 Corinthians chapter 1, the Passion Translation, the Passion. 1 Corinthians chapter 1. Let's look at verse 4 and verse 5. I want us to note what is going on here, okay? 1 Corinthians chapter 1, verse 4 and verse 5. Please take it slowly for us slowly i want us to see something here he said that this is what he said i am always thanking my god for you it's like me too thanking my god for you all of you okay because he's thanking because what god has given oh 
He has given us such free. Isn't this beautiful that Christianity is that simple? God has made God has made things so easy, but sometimes we make things complicated. Listen to this. Because he has given you such free and open access to his grace. Say okay, say this with me. Say, I thank you, Father, for giving me such free and open access to your grace. I am strong in this grace, which is in Christ Jesus. But notice something here. He says, I'm always thanking my God for you because he has given you such free and open access to his grace through, listen, through your union with Jesus Christ or through your union with Jesus the Messiah. And so when we said, listen, when we believed in Jesus, when we received Jesus Christ, we, we became one with him. The Bible says the one who is joined to the Lord is one spirit. John chapter 15 verse 4, Jesus said, I am divine. I believe verse 4 or verse 5, one of them. I am divine. You are the branches. The branches are obviously in the vine. So today, listen to the today. We are members of his body. We are members of his flesh. And we are members of his bones. Please say amen. And so today, Christ and us, we are one. You see that? We are one. That's what he's saying here. Through your union with Jesus the Messiah. Oh, this is beautiful. But let's move on. Verse 5, please. In who? In Christ. Okay? In Christ. Go on. Hallelujah. <laughs> Listen to this, please. Always let what the Bible say be the final authority over your life. Not what you see. Not, not, not your circumstances. Not what your body tells you. Not what your mind tells you. The Bible says, trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not on your own understanding. In all your ways, acknowledge him and he will make your path straight. This is what God has given us here. He has given us his word. And never forget this. No word from God is empty of power. He says here, he says, In him, in Christ, you have been made high. I have been made extravagantly rich. I'm sorry to say this. I don't care what theologians say about whether they say prosperity gospel. or I say this in my Bible. I'm not going to live below my privileges. Oh, come on here. Are you going to live below your, your, your right? No, God has given us this. It is our inheritance. In Him, you have been made. We have been made extra, extra. That word, I think there was some time ago, we, we saw this extravagant word some time ago. Uh, I remember. Do you remember some time ago? We saw it, right? Am I correct? Okay. In Him, you have been made extravagantly rich. He didn't say you have been made rich. I think I'll be okay with that. If He said I'll be made rich, I'll be happy. If he said, I'll be made rich, I'll be joyful. But he didn't say that. He said, I have been made extravagantly rich. And he, he had something that blows my mind. <laughs> Listen. In him, I have made extravagantly rich in every way. <laughs> in every way. Understand this, child of God. Listen. Knowing this, this changes our talk. As people are complaining about things are hard. No, don't say that. The Bible says that when, when there is a casting down, you shall say, there's a lifting up. Please say, Amen. These things, we, we have to learn. You see, we are learning. We have to even learn. We have to even learn how God, how God does things. Let me put it that way. For example, um, um, when people are talking about, oh, this thing is expensive and we can't buy it. You don't talk like that. You know your father. God is rich. And God has, see, this is how to work in what God has given you. You believe it, you talk it. Okay? So when people are saying this is expensive, you don't say it. You say, 
it's expensive no this is cheap huh as though you have but if by that time you have nothing in your pocket do you know why do you know the reason why you said it is cheap because god has given you his word that he has made you extravagantly rich in every way so you don't talk poverty oh please say amen you don't talk lack please say amen you don't talk scarcity okay we are learning maybe someday you say you are no no but we are learning we you don't talk as though you have nothing God has given you his word. He said he has made you rich. Sorry. He has made you extravagantly rich in every way. For example, he has made us rich in our bodies. He said in every way. There's so much to learn about this, but this is beautiful. Our time is almost up. But please, take verse 5 again and read and read for so that we, we can close. Our time is up. In every way. <laughs> say this with me. Say, I have been made extravagantly rich in every way. Please say it with me. I have been made extravagantly rich in every way. Okay, go on, please. In every way. Go on, please. Read for us. Hey, hallelujah. Go on, please. That come. Yes, you are correct. That come. Yes, you are correct. You see? And that is why we are taking time to know our Father. You see that? This is the reason. For example, the Bible says, Grace and peace are multiplied to you through the knowledge of Him. Through the knowledge of Him. And that's why we are studying this. One more scripture. You see, when we said, I told you that we, we don't have to forget who God is. Number one, He is our Father. And He has attributes. We know Him to be loving, but He is our Father. He is holy. He is our Father, and so sometimes we sometimes we get worried, we get fearful, we get anxious. Okay, we get concerned about things in life because maybe we have forgotten that God is our Father. Maybe. Please, um, let's read this from the New King James. Okay, let's go to Isaiah chapter fifty-two, our last scripture. We didn't get a chance to look at what we plan to look. Let's look at verse twelve and verse thirteen. Okay. Okay, let's try Isaiah 51. Yes, it's supposed to be 51. Maybe. Okay, Isaiah 51 rather. Yes, verse 12. I'm sorry. 51, verse 12. Yes, New King James, right? Please, this is this is God talking, our Father talking to us, okay? Read on. Please say Amen. God is always comforting us. Can you see this in the Bible? You know, sometimes, I know, sometimes God is saying that, how can my children be fearful of man? Or how can my children be fearful of a virus? Can't you remember what he said? That no weapon formed against you shall prosper. He has said it. Never forget this. No word from God is empty of power. You see, he watches over his word to perform it. So sometimes he is wondering. He says that I am the one that is comforting you. Who are you that you fear mere mortals? People can even go out in the night. They are afraid that somebody, oh, come on here. Of course, we apply wisdom. But God says, if God tells you to go and get what you want to go and get, go and get. He says, who are you that you fear mere mortals? Okay, go on, please. Yes, I think, yes, please, I think they are together. Who are you that you fear mere mortals, right? Who are you that you fear mere mortals? Human beings, who? Human beings who are but grass. No, comparing God to human beings. Yes, yes, yes. That you forget your Lord, your maker. See, the Lord, your maker, you forget. You see how, how fear comes in? We are forgotten. In the name of Jesus Christ, you will never forget. Please say Amen. Every single day, the Holy Ghost will remind you that God is your Father in Jesus' mighty name. Please say Amen. You will not forget. Yes, you you will not forget. It says that you for see that was a problem. Sometimes I get fearful because I have forgotten that God is. You see that that He has done this. So it's basically about something called forgetting. Okay, we are going to talk about that some. I remember some time ago, my, my wife told me that some of these things we have to we have to keep is by is by repetition, and that's true. 
The thing is, some of the notes that we have, in fact, all the notes that we've had throughout these meetings, go over the notes, look at them again. It's all by repetition. You'll be surprised how much things the Lord has taught us. So sometimes we forget. Okay? Okay. So read on for us. Verse 13. That you forget, right? Yes. Who stretches? Yes. Beautiful. Uh-huh. Yes. Who who did this? Our Father. <laughs> Isn't this beautiful? Even... Even when everything ends here on earth, you know you're going to your father. For example, Jesus said, our father who is in heaven. So after everything here, we are going to our father who is in heaven. Don't forget this. The Lord is coming back again. Jesus Christ is coming back again for us. When he comes for us, we are going to our father who is in heaven. Okay. Who lays the foundations of the earth? Okay. Go on. He says, how come? How, how come? Your, your, your father is the one who made uh, your father is the maker who stretches out the heavens, who lays the foundation of the earth. How can you live in constant terror every day? Go on. Is it because of the wrath of the oppressor who is bent on destruction? For where, say, for where is the wrath of the oppressor? He's saying that there's a line that connects all these verses. He says, don't forget the Lord, your maker. Hallelujah. Every day, the Holy Ghost is going to remind you that God is your father. Sometimes we get ourselves into troubles. We are thinking that, how can we get out of it? That time, as you are thinking like that, God himself will remind you that he is your father in Jesus' name. Please say, Amen. Yes, and that is when you see wonders. Hallelujah. Our time is up. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Wherever you are, you want to receive Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior. Pray this prayer after me. Say, Dear God, I thank you for giving up your son. Jesus Christ for my sins. I believe in my heart that you raised him from the dead. I confess with my mouth that Jesus Christ is Lord over my life from today. I receive your eternal life into my spirit now and I receive your Holy Spirit. I ask him to come and live in me now in the name of Jesus Christ. If you pray that prayer, congratulations, you are a child of God now, and God sees you as a son or daughter. God bless you. I want to pray a prayer for you right now. Now, be the God of peace who brought up our Lord Jesus Christ from the dead, the great shepherd of the sheep. Make you complete in every good work. Make you perfect in every way to do his will working in you what is well pleasing in the sight and no weapon formed against you shall prosper in the mighty name of jesus christ amen stay tuned for the next episode